time is 10.57. And is this the 6th of January or is it 7th? 7th of January 2024. Time is ticking on. And Paul wrote this to the church at Rome. And do this understanding the present time. The hour has come for you to wake up from your slumber. Because our salvation is nearer than we first, when we first believed. And do this understanding the present time. The hour has come for you to wake up from your slumber. Because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. Paul tells the church at Rome that it's time to waken up. I say to us this morning that it's time for us to waken up as well. It's high time that we woke up out of our sleep, out of our slumber. There's a common, all too common condition among many Christians which we call sleeping like the foolish virgins in the parable of the ten virgins that Jesus uh, spoke in Matthew 25. And in that he was speaking about the last days. My greatest fear for myself is that I'm sleepwalking into the future. And so I fear that many people here who profess Jesus Christ as Lord and Saviour may also be sleepwalking into the future as well. And it's high time that we woke up. We don't know when the sun will rise. And it could, it could yet be rising in our time. What does it look like to be a sleeping Christian, you may ask? It's someone who's been born again in Christ, yet who has fallen asleep at the wheel, doing the basic things to drive. It's like the church at Ephesus who were warned that they had forsaken their first love in the book of Revelation. Jesus no, no longer seems to be precious to them, dear to them, the longing of their heart. And so my fear is it is the same with some people here this morning. You may be conscious of your sins but you've lost that fresh conviction of sins that you once felt so deeply. You've rationalized them. You be, they become the norm and they no longer grieve your heart, let alone, let alone the heart of our Lord. You no longer look at Jesus and see the beauty that he is. That is a sleepy, sleepy, slumbering Christian. And yet there are many here this morning who are like the wise virgins in that same parable that Jesus used in Matthew chapter 25. There's a longing, there's a preparedness for Jesus. And the more you look at Jesus, the more you desire to look at Jesus. And there are many wise virgins here this morning. Earthly things just don't have the appeal but it's not so with the things of eternity, of the things divine. 
For you, wise virgin, they only grow sweeter and sweeter and sweeter. So it's high time that we all became wise, that we all wake up. Apples for sleepy Christians, for foolish virgins, lose their taste, but not so the apple tree. And so I felt the Lord really putting on my heart a couple of months ago to bring this verse from Paul right at the end of this incredible book to say, wake up. Read the signs of the times. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation and renew a right spirit within me. Because if you do not and you continue in your slumber, there is a real danger that you will doubt whether you have actually come to Christ in the first place. It becomes too much of a memory for you. But what does it look like to be awake out of sleep it is to see sin as it is it is to see your heart as it is it is to see Jesus as he is and the love of God in Jesus and you can see all of that by looking at the cross on many occasions from this stage people have spoken about the cross and they've had to stop because the emotion of that, what happened 2,000 years ago, is still so fresh with them. It means so much to them. And so they break down in tears, conscious of their own sin, conscious of who Jesus is and what he has done, and conscious of the love of God. That is good and that is right. For it is an awful thing to look at the cross of Jesus and not be affected at all, nor feel conviction of sin, nor feel even drawn to Jesus. I can honestly say I can't think of a worse position to be in. And my prayer is that we would awaken from what is a terrible, terrible slumber. This past week, two dear ladies from our church family were called to be with their Lord and Saviour, Dee and Jesse. Yes, they lived long lives. Nevertheless, we all are drawing nearer and nearer to the shores of eternity. We're being carried along in that river. Can't swim upstream. We're going where the water is taking us and it's closer to the eternal reality. Some here have believed for decades your salvation is nearer when you first believed, Paul says. Soon, and maybe very soon, a crown will be placed on your head and you will be more than conquerors. Well done, good and faithful servant. But there's recent events in the Holy Land have got many, many people and all sorts of platforms and all sorts of... Uh, places speaking about the imminent return of Christ. Dear friends, I do not know if that is the case or not. I do not know how far gone our day is, but this I do know. Of a Christian of 30 plus years, I am closer 
closer to seeing my Lord and Savior face to face than when I first believed. Wake up, Davy, wake up. And so I want to love him more and more in the days ahead. In the prophet's vision in Zechariah chapter 1 and verse 11, the angels who were sent by the one on the, the red horse, they went to and fro the earth and reported that all the earth is resting quietly. And the word of warning to the prophet Amos in chapter 6 verse 1 was this, Woe to you who are complacent in Zion. Resolutions are good and they are well and, and, and I have my own, but if our heart, if our mind, if our soul and our strength are not wholeheartedly focused on knowing Jesus and making him known, then my fear is that we are beset by a spirit of slumber, by a spirit of retirement, by a spirit of complacency, and dare I say, even a spirit of death. What a terrible warning Paul has for those who are in that sleepy position. He says in chapter 2 of Romans, don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that his kindness is intended to turn you away from your sins? But because you are a stubborn people and refuse to turn from your sin, you are storing up terrible punishment for yourself. For a day of anger is coming when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. What a terrible warning to the church, to us. Who of us here is treasuring up wrath? Who is depositing something awful into that awful bank? Does this not convince you to wake up out of your slumber? To come before the cross of Christ and bended knee once again and say, oh Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. Isn't it time to put on the Lord Jesus Christ? Isn't it that very time? Will you not awaken up out of your sleep before an infinite, an infinity even of wrath is given out? Awake now. It will be taken away. Don't let that moment pass by. Because we remember from the Gospels how the little man in Jericho who went by the name of Zacchaeus when he heard that Jesus was passing by, passing by to Jerusalem where he'd be crucified, passing by that place for the very last time, Zacchaeus awoke up out of his sleep and climbed the sycamore tree so that he may see Jesus. And when Jesus passed by, he was not lost in the crowd. Zacchaeus climbed that tree and Jesus looked up to him and he said this, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. And if Zacchaeus had not responded to Jesus and come down, he would have been lost for an eternity. And so I invite you, come down from the sycamore tree. 
receive the forgiveness, the mercy, and the love of Jesus this morning. In this first morning where we gather together as a church family from all walks of life and all corners. Wake up. Read the signs of the times. Examine your heart. Look at the cross. Jesus says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. And had Zacchaeus slept, he would never have seen Jesus. So I encourage you to awake. Lord, have mercy on us.